Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 265. I'm your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Today's guest is Lorena from Machka. It's so nice to have her back on the episodes because she is just coming back full force. It was so nice to just see her and talk to her in person. So this is going to be a fun episode just to have someone in person face to face. So just a little behind the scenes on what's going on here. Lorena came in and we actually cleaned down the office before and after she shows up so we were very safe about her and then both Lorena and I were the only two in the office and uh, we actually were sitting about six feet apart so everything that we do here is at the best uh, utmost and we try and do what we can for you as the audience and as the uh, person giving the interview so let's go on and into a little bit of the business side you can hear every episode of finding arizona podcast at our website finding we make it easy for you guys to connect with us so all of our social media is under finding arizona podcast last but not least if you would like to become a super fan there's a place for you guys to go do so it is called patreon.com slash finding arizona podcast there you will sign up for one of the tiers and you will get bonus content in return so we have a couple of things that we're very excited about one is that we are spending some more time and quality time with each other Brittany and i are working you know starting to work from home and doing a lot of things uh to the baby stuff so there's a lot of changes not only to our schedule but to you know finding arizona we have to find time for uh, editing and doing all this stuff in between doing our home life and things like that so we hope that you guys understand that here and there we'll be a little bit behind on certain things and certain aspects uh but we keep our promise to you that we will always put out something the best we can and so today is no different and i am very excited to also let you guys know we will keep you updated with the baby through social media and through the blog so we hope that you guys stay tuned and enjoy this pregnancy as much as we are so i wish you guys the happiest of holidays coming up and i hope that you're all staying safe and being wary of one another wearing your face mask such and such i will catch you on the next episode welcome back ladies and gentlemen to our first you know in a while in person uh episode so yay (laughs) first off and then secondly i would also like to thank the person who is sitting in front of me right now i want to thank lorena for coming in and feeling so brave to come in and you know changing up some of your schedule but you know we made sure everything's clean here we made sure (laughs) everything is all prepped for you and i promise you we've gone through protocols to make this a very safe environment for you so first off you are here for machka yes yes so welcome ladies and gentlemen please welcome loretta yay thank you so much i'm so excited to be here i'm so excited to be in person like i was just telling you before we started just the fact that i could drive for 20 minutes was so exciting so thank you so much yes absolutely and so i will ask you every the first question that we've been asking everyone on Mm -hmm. our zoom chats how's the family how is your life through covid and how's the change been for you guys like how's that been going It's been going good. Like, I feel like it was, like, unexpected. Like, it was for everyone. But Mm -hmm. in a way, we, like, see it that it was actually, like, a blessing in disguise, I think, for our family. Like, our lives completely changed. But we had our second son, which was a huge thing. And it was, 
a different environment for sure, but that went well. And then Dustin and I, my husband, we both used to go to the office to yeah. work. And now we had the opportunity to work from home. Yeah. And I actually made the transition to be working from home full time. Like the office, we went completely remote, went completely like, yeah. So I feel like it, it's been great. It's been an adjustment, but it's been it's been good. I feel like this year has been full of a lot of blessings. Yeah, absolutely. And we were talking about that off air too, the, the absolute blessings that come in with the change and things like that. And I imagine family time that we did discuss was one of them. And so I wanted mm -hmm. to see how are your boys reacting to having mommies at home so much? It's been great. But like, you know what? Like, I think the whole COVID thing for the kids was a little bit crazy. Like, it's crazy. It's very weird to hear my four-year-old, like, speaking about COVID yeah. and asking questions about COVID and then telling people, like, the other day our neighbors were wearing masks and he's like guys but i don't have covid Aww. you know so it's kind of like in a way sad to see such a little guy having to deal with this yeah but other than that they are just so fast and so quickly to everything so for them now this is normal and yeah. this is how life is and i they i don't think they question it yeah. twice i feel like kids are so incredible that they just look forward i feel like as adults like we're always like trying to look back and trying to go back to how things were mm -hmm. but they adapt and they tend to just move forward and yeah. look to what so that's been great i think that's something that you can kind of see internally on them kind of like trying to figure it out like what what and then the the, the clock is like slowly turning but they're slowly getting it and it it, it comes with their interactions with the world. And like you said, with the neighbor and being like, I don't have COVID, but then having to tell them, well, you still have to stay six feet apart and, you know, all this stuff to them. And just like having them react to that and seeing yes. them internally internalize all of that. And, yes. and so that's, that's something that I'm looking forward to doing with the, my little guy coming down the road. And I just, I'm, I'm also kind of learning along the way, you know, certain things about, um, you know, biology. And and it was really great that Brittany found you when she did, because there was internally like our discussions were, are we doing the right things? Are we, you know, preparing ourselves? Are we going to be prepared in the time in which we have now to, you know, have a baby room and all of these things? I want to ask you your experience for yourself, why you chose this business and, you know, how this came to be. So basically, Mashka came. So I used to have, which you guys know, bloggettes and like, yeah. well, a creative studio, like a whole branding agency. And I didn't have kids at that point. And then when I had Diego, I feel like my whole world changed. Like, I remember, like, this is so funny even to think about, but the girls from Wella and bloggettes, like, they would ask me, like, when I was pregnant, they're, they're like, so when are you coming back to the office, Lorena? Like, and I was like, oh, in two weeks. Yeah. And they're like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, they will be back in two weeks. Like, we, you can book meetings. You can book whatever you guys want. Like, I'll be back in two weeks. Like, how hard can it be? Yeah. Like, I thought that pregnancy was a hard part of being a mother. Like, because no one told me. Like, no one explained. <laughs> not even my own mom. So I basically had Diego and from day one, I was like, I remember he was born and they were like, okay, like now it's time to breastfeed. And now it's time to like, even like the nurse, when she told me like after his first bath, they're like, okay, like you can dress him. Yeah. And I remember like staring at him for like five minutes and I was like, what? 
Like, I can't figure out how to put a onesie on. This is not going to be like social media. Success, it's going to be like, this is really hard. Yeah. So I think like I fell a little bit in the beginning into like the superhero, I think, woman superhero syndrome that there's here in the U.S. Like, mm -hmm. I, everybody's like, and you as a woman have your own dreams, right? But everybody's pushing you to, um, or clapping for you to go back to work, to be the best mom, to be the best wife. And I feel like that's what we want. And we're not giving, because everybody has kids, right? So yeah. how hard can it be? Yeah. So I fell for that. And I think like by month three, I was exhausted. Like I knew something was not right. I knew mm -hmm. that I wasn't going through postpartum depression, but I knew something was off. I mean, yeah. my hair was falling like crazy and not like the normal shedding. I had no energy to do anything. And, but I was hiding it. I yeah. didn't want people because you have all of these people clapping for you and telling you like how amazing it is that you went back to work so quickly. And all of a sudden you're going to just go back on that. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't want people to think that I was weak or mm -hmm. that I was. And all of this was in my head. No one ever told me anything. Yeah. And then my dad found me one day crying really bad. And I feel like he's the only one that... Mexican parents, they just walk inside the house, you know, like anything. He found me in my closet and he's like, what's up? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, Lorena, like, you're not doing this right. He's like, I can see it. Like, do you love your son? And I was like, more than anything in the world. And mm -hmm. he's like, well, you're doing really bad. And I was like, what do you mean? And started crying even more. Aww. And he's like, you know what, Lorena, the only thing your son needs is a happy and healthy mom. And right now you're not happy and you're not healthy. Mm -hmm. So you need, if you really love him, you need to, even though it sounds selfish, you need to take care of you. Yeah. And that kind of like flipped the switch. And I started like looking for options. And this is when Mashka came to be because I started... I knew I wasn't right. I knew I wasn't caring for myself, even though I've always been so wellness oriented. Yeah. And I went to Whole Foods. I went to Sprouts. And I kept looking at products for breastfeeding because that was a stage that I was on at that point. Yeah. And everything was about more milk, more milk. And yes, of course, I wanted more milk because you want to feed your baby. But mm -hmm. I wanted to feel good, too. Yeah. So I came home that day and I told my dad and I was like, you know what? I want to start. And I, it all started with the idea of a protein powder. <laughs> I was like, I want to start a protein powder that is a meal replacement, everything a new mom would need because we don't have time. And he's like, Lorena, like, it's so far from like what you're doing. Yeah. And I was like, I don't care. Like, I'm going to do it. And I called my friend Majo, who's now the co-founder of Mashka. And I was like, I have this idea. Like, do you want to make it happen? Yeah. I was like, I'll do it as a hobby on this side. Like while I still do blog ads. Yeah. And she was like, let's do it. And we started figuring out for nothing. And that's how Mashka was born, just Aww. with the idea of bringing in a new conversation into postpartum, a conversation that it's empowering to moms to care for themselves first yeah. so they can be the best version of themselves when they're trying to take care of others. That's really great. Can I ask you again, mm -hmm. your, your co-partner's name? Yes. Yeah. What's her name again? Maju. Maju. Why choose Maju as your co-partner and what, what was important about her on the team? I feel like she was just going through the same things that I was going through at that point. She yeah. was a new mom and she was very into nutrition. Like she was a good friend. She is a good friend of mine and she's very into nutrition. She she, she is a nutritionist and yeah. she was at that point trying to develop a company for baby food. Okay. So it was kind of like we were both on the same like thing. And I was like, let's, let's just make this happen. Yeah. And... We did. 
That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> There's so many, because I have seen you on this journey and this has been, you know, one of my favorite things to discuss with some people off air sometimes is being able to know people around the Valley that are local and just seeing their journeys kind of develop and who they are as a person develop because you started out in a place and like your father said, it's completely out of your baseball, like it out, yes. of, out of the right field, so to speak. And, but at the same time, I feel like it, if anyone was going to do something out of, you know, out of nowhere or something incredible like this, I think it would have been you because. Well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, you've always had this kind of personality that just, you know, vibrates entrepreneur and someone who's always looking internally at themselves. What can I do to help or what can I do to, you know, betterment and, and those types of things. And I think. That's why I've always liked you and Sakura as a partnership, too, because I feel like you guys make the best out of each other. But that being said, I just, you know, again, you are the type of person I think would work best in something that like this, where you're promoting and, and you're, you know, you're doing the research and you have a lot of people helping you out that are backing you from doctors to nutritionists. I wanted to ask you about that part. Why? Why choose or spend a whole year developing this with other moms and doctors and nutritionists why go through this rigorous test i feel like because we wanted to like with mashka specifically like we wanted to bring something that was credible like something that was also like i i remember when we were starting this process right like coming yeah. in brand new like both of us into like this product world you know and supplement world and all of these things and as new we didn't have a lot of like knowledge on the business or anything yeah but we i remember going to these meetings and going to the with manufacturers of product and it was all about how can we make this cost effective like how can we and for me every meeting like i would leave like with me and maja we would be like you like that's not what we want to do. Like we're not in the business. I realize that the wellness industry is so big and mm -hmm. there are a lot of companies and it's a big marketing industry. Like it's all about a lot of companies that you see at Sprouts or the grocery store. They literally have the same product just with a different label. Wow. Just the consumer doesn't know it. So we started getting to know about it and um, they were like, OK, like you can use this vitamin A instead of this vitamin A. Mm -hmm. And this is a hundred times cheaper and when I remember talking to Majo and I was like, I just want to go to bed feeling good about myself. Yeah. Like, I don't want to just launch this product and say that it's going to be so amazing when I don't, cannot go to bed thinking that it is. We need to develop something that we would take, that we would take with confidence because that's one of our main values as a company. It's like, we're kind of like this the, mm -hmm. the barrier between the world and the moms. We want to be the ones that check for everything, that worry about everything. We don't want our moms to do so. And the only way to do that was to partner with experts that could give us the knowledge that at that time we didn't have. So yeah. everything from formulators, from vitamin experts, from doctors that could tell us like what the moms actually needed and potential customers to tell us what they were going through. And I think by putting all of those pieces together, we were able to come up with at least our first product in the, at that time yeah. that we were like, okay, like we are very proud of it. And when you're confident about the product that you develop, you're confident selling it and you're confident marketing it. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we need needed to put that group of people together in order for us to trust what we were making and trust that we were making the best product out there. Yeah. Was that when you had the first viable or like first, you know, solid product, 
was that your aha moment to say to yourself, like, this is going in the right direction. It's all set sail and everything. Or was there other bits of the project that kind of really reinforced that this is going the right direction? I feel when we started talking, we started opening up about the idea to people like to, like you were saying, like the nutritionists and the doctors and everybody that we spoke to, the idea was resonating with them. And even when we spoke to other moms that were like in the same situation that we were, yeah, they're like, yes, like that's something that I would like. And yes, like I am concerned about what I'm putting in my body. And yes, I don't feel well, but I don't tell people. Yeah. Uh, so all of these things that it was just like validation after validation that we were on the right track to mm-hmm. what we were wanting to create and that this was going to be way more than just a side business. <laughs> that this was going to be very quickly, it became a huge passion, yeah. I would say. That's awesome. That's really good. Because, you know, it can get really like cumbersome when you have, you know, other specialists and all these other um, highly qualified people giving you little heads up of like, hey, look out for this or hey, maybe you should think about this. And, and it just kind of like it always gets to me when I'm like disappointed in one way about an idea and like this expert's like yeah well it won't work because of this one thing or you know this other situation how do you avoid the negativity of those kind of like naysayers especially when it comes to products like this for a very specific market as pregnancy and things like that well there's so many like you know like i feel like in your entrepreneur journey like even for us like i was talking about like our manufacturers right mm-hmm. like i remember like the first manufacturer we had there they literally told us to our face like you're never gonna make this work this is oh, too expensive man. this is too expensive and you're never gonna make money with this yeah and i remember walking out of there like feeling defeated because you know like you have this big dream you're walking yeah. in into like your big meeting and all of a sudden the person that you're interviewing to make your product is telling you that you're making a huge mistake because you're never going to make money mm-hmm. with a product that is so expensive. But I remember like you just have to like stick to your core and know like what's important to you. And I feel like you have to learn. I, I had to learn to listen to myself because I've always I'm a big people pleaser. So like I and I love to listen to people's ideas. And I think that's something that you need to do. But ultimately it comes to you and what feels right. And I feel like also like not taking anything personal. You know, I feel like whether it's this manufacturer, whether it's like a doctor that didn't agree with something that we were doing or whatever. Like I feel like nobody's doing it or telling you things in a personal way. Mm -hmm. Like everybody has their own opinion. So I feel like as soon as you take that, out then you're like okay like they're not attacking Lorena they're not like attacking anything it's just like give them giving your opinion yeah. I feel like it, it allows you to be open to listen objectively okay. and yeah. actually grab the little bits and pieces that could be helpful and that could they could like be true like for example in the case of the pricing like okay if we're gonna develop a very expensive product and we're not willing to compromise he's right we need to come up with a strategy that allows us to monetize because we also cannot gift this you know like this is something that we want to make as a business so i feel like just learning to trust yourself would be one and especially when dealing with like when you with things you don't want to hear but then also being open that even if maybe you don't want to hear there's a little bit of piece of truth that maybe can serve you and maybe like take what serves you and just discard whatever you don't think will work or work for you absolutely and i feel like this is a little bit of your knowledge just coming from where your prior journey was Mm -hmm. and working with so many um (laughs) interns on top of other employees and things like that too and i wanted to ask you know from that journey you know you've been the head of other businesses and things like that 
what's one thing that you took away from all of that that prior to from to this business like what is one thing that you took that helped you out in this business I feel like one of the main things that I took from Blogettes, like in addition to having an amazing partnership with Sakura, who's still my best friend and little sister, like um, I feel like I took away what it meant to be a good partner. Yeah. And I took away a lot of the bases and the things that I learned with Sakura's partnership into like this new partnership, like yeah. everything that had Sakura and I always had a very open relationship and a very open um everything like we used to tell each other everything we were open with expectations so I feel like that set the base for like Mashka as well and like my relationship with Majo in this case and yeah. how things were gonna work I also took away a big part that companies are about people since Blogettes and Wella like we were very focused on our team mm -hmm. and that's what allowed us to have really cool people working with us yeah. and I feel like that's something that with Mashka we did the same you know like um, the girls that are working with me right now, majority of them have been with us, have been working with us from the beginning. Uh, one one has been with us since the Wella days and just <laughs> followed me into like Mashka. So I feel like the importance of your team and the most important thing I think I've taken from Wella that has helped us with Mashka is that you cannot let yourself just say all the time like as a business owner or as an entrepreneur like I'll be happy when you know like when we achieve this it's when mm -hmm. I'll be happy I think being an entrepreneur is about enjoying the journey as much as enjoying like the milestones that you get to yeah because I I, I know and every day I wake up so excited even if we're dealing with problems because I'm gonna figure it out and because there's something new to learn and just like yeah to go through it like I don't want to rush through the, the journey like I yeah. know that we're on the right track but and I I want to enjoy it so we make it as enjoyable as possible even though we're working like we make it fun yeah. or try to make it fun that's good because I mean from the looks of it prior to to with other uh, mm -hmm. well stuff and things like that you look like you guys always had a good time and always had fun with you know and your employee and the culture that you guys provide as well so you know kudos to you and now that you bring it up and having we talked you know, about the change and going to kind of a wireless, um, you know, uh, business type. What kind of changes did you guys implement and that you think you're going to keep now that things are still kind of developing and changing? What are some things that you guys implemented that you're going to keep? And then on the pri on the flip side, what are what are some things that um, that you guys are just really think and hoping to change and, and get back into the office type thing so leaving the office like that's something that I was really scared of like yeah. just because I mean it's so easy just to turn to your right and tell someone like what do you think about this you yeah, know absolutely so that was a huge fear for me like but I feel like it's worked out so great and something that I discovered or that I really really enjoy is that we're all happier because we all have way more flexibility. You know, mm -hmm. like I feel like when you develop a company that's based on trust yeah, and we know that we have each other's backs, like as long as we are present at the meeting times, when we have set meeting times, like who cares if someone wants to work at 4 a.m. because that's the time that they woke up and then they want to go enjoy breakfast with their best friend at 10 a.m. Yeah, That's perfect. And that is life. So I feel like being away from the office has allowed us and the, the members of the team to have a lot more flexibility mm -hmm. to we're also committed with what we want to do that things are going to get done 
but when they get done at that point of the day has yeah. varied. And I feel like being in the office sometimes creates a little bit of stress of like, oh, blah, blah, go to the office at 8 a.m. I should get to the office at 8 a.m. Or yeah. like I should get. So I feel like it has allowed all of us to prioritize ourselves a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Everything is still being done. And in an amazing way, productivity is still there. But in a way, we are a lot of us are a lot happier, which I think it's a great thing to see. What we've had to implement is way better communication. Like I said, it's so easy just to turn to your right and ask that question. But when you don't have people, like we're not used in this culture to call anymore. Like it's so funny how like sometimes (laughs) we text and it's like, can I call you? You know, you can get the hash this out. Yes, it's like, can I call you? And for for me, it's been a change for all of us to just say like, don't text if you can call. If it's work hours, just call yeah. just like you would talk to someone right there you know so that has been one of the things how do we maintain that closeness and mm-hmm. that tightness when we can't uh, be together yeah. and how can we communicate everything right so we've moved a lot of our email communication through to slack which i know a lot of companies have done the same thing yeah. but all, all of our topics we have slack channels we encourage the team members that if they have meetings that other team members weren't part of maybe they can share a summary on skype yeah. so we can know what's going on in the different areas of the company so nice. i would say a lot of communication a lot of meetings um allowing ourselves to call each other i feel like have been things that we've implemented and not being as rigid with the schedule mm-hmm. so but at the same time like i do hope that at one point we can go back to the office and get another office but i would do it in a different way like i don't think the time where you had to be there from like a certain time to a certain time will exist i think the office will be more of like a meeting space and like mm-hmm. to touch base yeah and really a benefit for people if they want to come and work and have a like their own private time but if they want to work half the day at home i feel like it's going to be a place for flexibility so i do look forward to that but yeah. I, I don't think we're going back to times where like it used to be before yeah well i mean i can imagine you know things like you said the quality of life is so different and so now um oriented towards us for you know validation and and seeking out the things that we want to seek out because we have the opportunity and the flexibility to do that um Mm -hmm. the other thing too is so incredible that you've been able to just kind of keep them so you know tightly bonded through just like a simple thing like an application as slack where it's like this communication base on how you guys implement certain things and it's just like quickly done through one application and it's really cool that you guys have done that sort of thing so here let me ask you this because of so many changes going on Mm -hmm. i can imagine it can get a little bit you know um wonky at home and things like that and so i wanted to ask you are there any things that you're doing specifically for yourself to kind of keep your mind balanced and your whole day balanced (laughs) yes i feel like there's for me at least like there's not such thing as balance i came to learn i was like pretty much drowning myself at some point in my life trying to find balance Mm -hmm. until i let go of like wanting to find balance yeah but i think something that works great for me it's schedules because with covid i don't know if it happened to you but like being home my husband and i we were working way more Oh, because wow, we yeah. were home all day. Yeah, I can see that. Like where you're just like home all day and just get lost in yes. your stuff. Even like with the kids, like we would be with the kids a little bit. And then it was like, okay, you take care of them. I'm going to go work. Like there wasn't much 
yeah. to do. So when you tend to be a little bit of like that workaholic type, like we were working way more. So there had to be some boundaries that we had to set in mm -hmm. order to be able to not just thrive in the business, but thrive as a family as well. Yeah. And one of them for me specifically has been like, you would laugh if I showed you my calendar, but in my calendar, I have it like all color coded and I'll have like, okay, like this is the time that I wake up. This is what I do in the morning. This is my family time. Okay. And I'm pretty respectful of like, okay, like this is work time. Yeah. This is family time. And just like taking some time to pre-plan my day yeah. so I don't waste a second of it. And that doesn't cause me stress. That gives me a sense of peace, like knowing like, okay, I allocated time for all the things that are important to, to me. me. Yeah. Because I noticed that if you don't do that, then your whole day, all of a sudden it's 7 p.m. And you're like, oh, wait, like, where did the time I, go? Where did the time go? And I didn't do anything. So I think like during this time, I learned that I even doing a personal exercise to like understand, like, what are my priorities? Like, what do I like? And for me right now, my priorities are family. I always want to spend time with family, work I love. And then something for me, whether it's like a mental thing, like meditation or like a workout or anything like that. And I literally, like a crazy person, put those on my calendar. That's good. I, You know, for me, it's like the podcast doesn't work without scheduling. <laughs> I right? really do need someone to tell me, okay, tomorrow. Like, I have to have a place where it's like, tomorrow you have this one thing. Please know that you have this one thing scheduled, blocked out for <laughs> this. And so it's like, it's important. Yeah, I agree with you. I couldn't do any of all of this recording, anything, even doing the edits, Cause I have a schedule for the edits and things like that. It's just like all scheduled out so that I don't, I don't lose my mind. <laughs> I agree. And that's, that's the only way to do it really, at least for me, but that has brought me a yeah. lot of like peace. I would say. I think for us, it's the sensation of, and for my wife as well, um, crossing out something from your yes. list or like finishing and it just gets crossed out and you're just like, yes, done. <laughs> I agree. Yes. Um, I just want to ask you too, some, you know, what's, what's for you the most important part of your ingredients that you guys put together? Because there are, you have a protein powder, mm -hmm. you have a snack and you have the overnight oats. Yes. Which product is one of your favorites and which, which of these specialty items or what's in the ingredients that you found that was your choice as most important ingredient? I would say like, I don't have one ingredient, but if I'm one product that I'm really proud of is our nourishing lactation powder, which is the protein mm. powder, yep. because it's not just a protein powder. Like I'm so proud of it. It has like 50, 56 ingredients, like, and it's a complete postnatal vitamin. So nice. we wanted a kind of like a, so your one-stop shop yeah. for mom nutrition, right? So you have your postnatal vitamin, your minerals, mm -hmm. And then your Galactagogo herbal brand, like fruits and vegetables, probiotics, digestive enzymes, like all in one. Yeah. So basically in two scoops, which two scoops, like 33 grams, which is a quarter cup, is a huge serving yep. to mix in your smoothie. But who doesn't have the time to blend a two smooth. scoops? Yeah. You know, like if you don't have the time to blend two scoops, then we have other problems. <laughs> so I'm very proud of it because with that one product, like if someone takes it consistently, at least that mom can know that she's taking the basic nutrition she mm -hmm. needs to feel well. So I'm very proud of that product. And yeah. I'm very proud that we were able to get it done without any compromise, which is always so important to us. Yes. Like, and this is a huge question like that we always get asked is like, well, your protein powder doesn't taste like 
cookie dough or like mm. brownies or like things like that. And I was like, yeah, and I'm actually really proud of that because though I know that we're all looking for things that taste delicious and I think the powder tastes great. Mm. Um, you have to add a lot of things that you might not want in order to get those flavors, you know? Yeah. So for us, I'm just very proud that we were able to get all of that nutrition in something that tastes good and mm -hmm. that doesn't have any compromise in terms of like the ingredients. Yeah. And from your knowledge base through this, I'm kind of actually like, you know, because I know that you are a mom of two. And so I'm kind of like looking at this, the bigger picture is, have you started to broaden your horizons in your education to the next step, toddler foods and other um, things that will be in line with the food market and things like that? Have you guys thought about expanding we've thought about the expansion but for us our expansion comes in mothers like we're very mm -hmm. very focused on motherhood so we right now we launched with a lactation line so it's nourishing lactation and then next year we also launched very recently our first hair product which nice. is part of our okay. new line so okay. hair loss is one of the biggest problems that happens after mm -hmm. you have a baby so we wanted to bring in, we're very solutions driven. Mm -hmm. So we knew that there was a problem with postpartum hair loss and we wanted to bring a product that again, moms could trust yeah. to help them with that. So that's our new line, which is called Restore and Replenish. So we see um, the postpartum period as in stages of so breastfeeding coming first, and then we call our next step Restore and Replenish. So okay. now that mom is done breastfeeding, now let's focus on mom. Let's make sure she looks and feels even better than before pregnancy. Yeah. And that's where the hair product comes in in January we're releasing two more products for that collection and nice. then next year our big goal is we're releasing our prenatal and essentials collection which allows us to complete kind of like our whole I would say mashka system in terms of like we are ultimately trying to help mom thrive postpartum and I think mm -hmm. a big part of it that we've noticed is that a lot of moms start the postpartum period very nutritionally depleted already yeah so if we can give them the essentials during pregnancy then walk them through breastfeeding and then ultimately the replenishing phase yeah we think that that is like kind of like the key mm -hmm. to feeling good so we are expanding within our niche like to other areas in terms of like the prenatal and then what comes after breastfeeding after and different stages mm -hmm. too. Awesome. Um, so I usually kick it to Brittany for a big question. We had a portion of the podcast called Brittany's big question, but I think I know what she's actually kind of busy right now, but I think I know what she would have asked if she was here. And I think it had to do with just kind of going into that. Yes. And your guys' products are a lot to do with motherhood and the different stages of postpartum. Um, one of the things that we've had discussed together is the um, consumption of the umbilical cord and uh, that kind of uh, what the mother has to go through and to do that and the willingness to do that. So I wanted to kind of get your opinion on that, being, you know, the professional that you are now. Um, do you like that or have you, you know, do you know about that, that, that whole study? And, you know, what is your opinion on that? I feel like, are you talking about placenta? Placenta, I'm yes. sorry. Sorry about that. See, so placenta encapsulation, I think it's mm -hmm. something that has been done for a while. And I feel like um, it's something that, just like you're saying, it's a little bit controversial mm -hmm. for some people. But I feel like it's whatever makes you feel right. You know, there mm -hmm. are a lot of studies and formal studies. And mm -hmm. there's also a lot of anecdotal, like from a lot of moms that they say that when you eat like your placenta pills, which I mean, it's been dehydrated, mm -hmm. like 
if it's if you go with a professional, there shouldn't be any risk of like anything. Yeah. But it said that it actually helps you a lot with not just replenishment of maybe even iron and B vitamins, but mm -hmm. also that it's very helpful for hormone balancing and preventing postpartum depression. Yeah. So you know what? If someone feels inclined to do it, I think that's great because whether it is the placebo effect or whether it's actually working, if it makes you feel better, why not? Why not? Yeah. You know, if it's not affecting you and the only risk is that it doesn't work, then why not? Why not? You know, yeah. so as long as you do it with someone that knows and has done it before, yeah. because of course, like, I mean, it needs to be done the right way, mm -hmm. but done the right way. Like if there's no harm and you don't feel mm -hmm. like, I mean, so people might feel like that they don't want to because they might feel grossed out about it. But if it doesn't, like, I mean, it's like a pill. Like, think about all the things that we eat dehydrated and yeah. granulated in a pill, you know? Yeah. So um, I would say if it feels right for you, it's amazing. And there is a lot of evidence, especially anecdotal evidence from a lot of moms mm -hmm. that say that it works. Good, good. Thank you. I appreciate that because, I mean, that's one thing that we, you know, had the discussion about with one another is just like that scenario and i'm just like i i can't even imagine internally doing that with you know my own body parts so it's like i can't fathom you doing it either so <laughs> whatever you want it's up to you um, yes so here's my next question because we're getting into the holiday season what are you looking excited for with your two little ones oof like i feel like just i, I don't know like i feel like what this year has taught me is like to be in the moment mm -hmm. so I'm just really looking forward, if as weird as it sounds, to the things that I used to just mm -hmm. rush through and not necessarily like, so mm -hmm. that I thought they were just chores. So I'm really looking forward to spending time decorating the house with the kids, like setting up the Christmas tree yeah. this weekend and oh, nice. just enjoying the process, you know, like yeah. just enjoying doing those things and not just rushing through it because we need to have a Christmas tree, right? Yeah. But enjoying putting the christmas tree and making sure that i'm present during this time every time like during this time specifically and making memories because diego specifically is getting to an age where he's four and he's yeah. starting to remember so many things that i want the experience to be in, in his memory and not mm -hmm. just like what gifts santa brought him or like things like that mm -hmm. but what we did together i yeah. think are things that they're not going to forget so i'm really looking forward to building memories spending some time with the family and yeah. just kind of like closing ourselves down a little bit from yeah. all the craziness that's going on <laughs> i mean and to be honest too it's like you know i i met you i think before you had diego yes and so just to kind of see this guy for and just kind of like just living his life and what you guys go through on a daily basis with him. It's incredible because I just, I love seeing people like, again, live their lives just the way they want to live their lives and, you know, having their families and just like, it's good to have friends that just kind of like are doing great things. And so it's just Thank like you. really incredible that you and your family are doing well. And I, I wish you guys nothing but the best because those two little guys are precious. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. And this, it's just great to talk to you and you've been doing this for such a long time too oh, yeah. and it's 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 amazing and it's amazing how you've been able to because phoenix has so many great stories so thank you for allowing people to tell them yeah um i'm kind of curious too because 
you have two boys. We, I'm having one boy. I'm having my first boy. So it's just like I'm asking everyone <laughs> a little piece of advice. Okay. If you have any for me. Boys are the best. Like I can say like because I don't have any girls, you know, I'm sure I would say girls are the best. But I feel like, you know what? They're at least my boys. I don't know, but they're busy. Like since they were like Andres is just six months and I can see it already. Like they don't stop. Like um, sometimes I like see my friends that have little girls and the little girls are sitting down like coloring and like just so peaceful. And my boys like on top of a tree or like just running around <laughs> so like i feel like my piece of advice is just that it might get a little bit busy yeah. you know but just go with it and enjoy yeah. every moment because i think as a parent sometimes and i think it's happened to us all you're going like of course there's i mean it's a huge change in identity so yeah. there's gonna be difficult times and sometimes i feel like We wish time could go faster because you want to get past the sleep deprivation sometimes mm -hmm. or like little things like that. But truly know that everything will pass. And if you could figure out a way to enjoy even the hard moments, mm -hmm. because they will pass, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But um, yeah, I feel like they, they like my grandma used to say, they grow up so fast, you know. So <laughs> yeah. like just really paying attention to every moment. And my biggest one, and I know you will do it, but... Take as many pictures and videos as you can yeah. because everything that you're like, oh, my God, that was so cute. And then three days later, like you might not remember. So yeah, I yeah. feel like there's nothing more amazing than looking at the videos, looking at the pictures and like understanding like everything that happens in a day with them and how fast they change. Like yeah. that would be my biggest advice. <laughs> Start uh, uh, filling up those uh, family plans with <laughs> the data. <laughs> Just yes. like everything. Yeah, I, 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 that's what I'm like. I know that I'm going to be that dad of like taking pictures, videos of basically every moment at all times. <laughs> But you won't regret it. Like even if you have a video of a yawn, like literally, like even if it's like a 10 second video of like the yeah. baby yawning, like At that moment, you remember, but like a year after, mm -hmm. when you see that video, you're like, it brings you back. Yeah. And I feel like yeah. that is just so important. And kids are so excited by it. Like right now, our Christmas gift to Diego is like his book, like his story, because he's so intrigued by seeing pictures of him since he was a baby and like uh -huh. all of these things. So the fact that we have all these like pictures and videos and stuff that we can put his story together yeah. is so important Not just to us, yeah. but to him as well. Yeah, that's so, so great. Yeah, I'm, I'm so... He's he's gonna, yeah, enjoy that. And then I just recognize you have two boys. My Me and my brother are about the same age difference. Really? Uh, yeah. As How is it for the, you guys? Are you guys close? Yeah, we're very close. We, yeah, we, you know, he lives not too far from here. We're very close. Yeah, and it's... I think having a brother like that too, where they're... It's, close in age but not too close where it's like we didn't have the same friends so he had his friends i had my friends but it's again it's like a big group so it's like whenever i had my friends over he had like one or two friends so it's like the house is always packed with kids or something like oh, that that's what i want yes. yeah and then on top of that too it's just like when we were in high school and we had one year where we overlapped where it's like senior year freshman year All my coaches knew he was my little brother. So they did everything to make sure that like my little brother 
was in the same heat like i was in track so he like raced me and so that would get me going because they knew my coach is like he's not gonna let his little brother beat him in the race and so it's like they knew what to do to push my buttons that way so it's like it it, it was cute because it's like they know it's like it's your little brother it's it's like you don't you want to outdo your little brother he's your little brother and he will always be your little brother so it's like those types of things i took to to my favorite memories of like having him there when we we're similar like same age group and things like that like high school stuff too i love it because um that was one of the main concerns that dustin and i have i'm like are they too spread apart you know like no. four years and right now four and six months seems like a huge difference but then i think about it and i'm like 20 and 24 mm. that's the same yeah. you know when they're like yeah. 60 and 64 <laughs> it's yeah. pretty much the same yeah you know? so yeah the, uh, the other thing too the only hard part i would i would say is probably like between six and ten is because we fought over everything really we, we toys the <laughs> friends uh tv shows like we fought over everything so it's like can't wait yeah that's that's the only and my mom made this joke she's like i couldn't have anything nice because every time you guys fought, it would always turn into some kind of like wrestling match and you bu- bump into something or something would fall I over. <laughs> so it's just like you broke one of my favorite things, like my favorite, like I think it was like a Christmas ornament. And she's like, never again. I would never put anything nice out for you guys again. And I was just like, I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. <laughs> I love it. Like, I- I'm just so looking forward to that so much <laughs> craziness um so we're reaching the end here i again lorena you always bring a smile to my face you always make me feel like you know we've made the right friends in the world of like this big expanding entrepreneur lifestyle but it's like yeah when we meet people like you who continually come back into our lives and also you know just stay up to date with us and do incredible things like you are doing now it just makes us happy and so now I will kick it off to you to promote your business. Let them know where they can find you online, social medias. You know what to do. Go right ahead. Perfect. So you can find us at lovemashka.com. That's our website. We're very, very active on Instagram at lovemashka. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can always email us too. You can contact us through social media. We'll always respond if you have any questions like we're all about empowerment as well. So we know that the products would be nothing without education. So mm-hmm. we're there to support women in general, but moms specifically. So any questions about anything from like, we're very good connectors too. So everything from like, what doctor do can I see to like, is there mm-hmm. someone that can help me with X? Like we're really happy to connect you with different people. So, or if any questions about the products, but yeah, the easiest way I would say is to connect with us via Instagram. Awesome. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, you can hear every episode of our podcast at FindingArizonaPodcast.com. Make it easy for you guys to connect with us. All of our social media is under Finding Arizona Podcast. And we do have a bonus place for you guys to go become super fans. It is Patreon.com slash Finding Arizona Podcast. We will not be having an episode with Lorena because if you guys remember, she was an episode with the Bloggettes. And we did one way back then with her and Sakura. So I encourage you guys if you are super fan go back to that original one because she's answered all of our questions before so thank you again loretta for coming in and thank you machka for providing my beautiful wife with some overnight oats yay Yay, that i know she will enjoy um so we say good night to loretta and good night to all of you listening thank you again we will catch you on the next one